This week's parsha Vayikra. So last year we talked about the Asodos of Carbonos and where we have Carbonos. This year I wanted to speak about a specific topic that I heard from Shmuel first I found very, very interesting. So the concept is the concept of a Chata Sakal. So it comes up in this week's parsha In Perak Dalet, Pasuk Lamed Gimel, we have the concept that Nelam Me'ene Ha'eda, that sometimes the Sanhedrin Hagodol makes a mistake. And the whole Kaisral sins based on the Psak of the Sanhedrin Hagadol. And so now there is a carbon brought by the Sanhedrin Hagadol. Because at the end of the day, this is considered the sin of the Sanhedrin Hagadol. The people are not held liable for this. And this is brought, uh, this specific example is the whole Kaisral sins based on the Psak of the Sanhedrin Hagadol. But the Messiah Harius talks a lot about this topic of their times when a person is held liable for their actions. And there are times when we say that they're acting on the what the Bezdin paskind and the Achrais is on the Bezdin, or at least, I don't know if the Bezdin brings a carbon, but at least that they're potter from a carbon. It's interesting that there are cases that you would think it applies that it actually doesn't. One of the classic examples is that the Bezdin paskins that Shabbos is over, so the people go, and they're Mechal Shabbos, and then the clouds part, it's still Shabbos. So you would think that... What do you want for, I don't know, hashkafically, like, what do you want from them? They filed their, the Bezdin. But in terms of the carbon, every individual actually has an achrais in that case to bring a carbon. Apparently, it's different than a psak. It's considered a mistake, not a psak. That's how we pass it. Such a thing is considered a mistake, not a psak. Similarly, a psak that a woman's allowed to remarry because her husband has passed away and the husband's still alive, the we pass that that's not called a mistaken psak. We pass that that's called a mistake. And it doesn't have a din of a psak. The people are held liable in terms of a carbon. The Bezdin's psak will not pass to them. So I first brought up the concept of a chata sakal with a fascinating hashkafic implication. So there's a Sefer HaKeda. He's a Kadmon. He's uh, probably about 200, 300 years ago, maybe more. And the Sefer HaKeda talks about the people of Sodom. And there's a mission in Perkiavos. It says, Homer shalish shalish shalach shalach. A person says, I don't bother you, you don't bother me, you have your money, I do my money, I have my money. It's midas bainanus, right? He's not a he's not a tzaddik, he doesn't do chesed, he's not a rush, he doesn't steal from people. He's in the middle. So then what the then the Mishnah continues that some say that this was the Midah of Saddam. And we find in the Gemara that the Gemara talks about Kofin Amida Saddam, when a person's doing something. And he's not going to lose anything on doing this chesed, but he just doesn't want to do it. So then that's, that's, that's called Midas Sedom. And this seems to be the main critique of Sedom. I know there were stories they took it to the extreme, but the main critique in the Navi of Sedom is the fact that they were a society that was anti-chesed. So Sefer Kida wonders, why is it so severe? At the end of the day, this is a Midas of a Bainanist for individual. Why is the city of Sedom so it's really punished that they were destroyed. It may be the only society in history that was, since the time of the Mabu, that was wiped out in this fashion. So the Sefer Akedah explains that there's a difference between a sin that individuals do and a sin that's on the legal books, that this is the official position sanctioned and legalized by the society. That when something goes from, the one of you have a few individuals that sin, so that's the sin of the Yachid. Let, and they'll be punished for their sin. But once it becomes the sin of the Tzibor, now we have a much bigger problem. 
And he talks about this in the context of the Jewish people, that they're much better off letting sins be sins of the individuals than sins of the call. He says the example he gets is that apparently in his times, unfortunately, Znus was a problem. People were not so faithful to their spouses. And so they felt that it would be better. Different Rabbanim came from different communities. Maybe it's better we should create a base zonos, create an outlet for people to fulfill the, for the men to fulfill the Yetzirahs. And at least they won't be over on the Isure Deoraitse. It'll be uh, on that level of Isure Chiyuve Misa. It'll be smaller Averos. And he said, anybody who would suggest such a thing has, has no das and bina of the Torah's Ashkafa. Torah's Ashkafa is let these individuals be punished and die for their sins. But once the Tzibor has sanctioned this as appropriate, now the Averos are in a different realm. Now the punishment is on the entire Tzibor. And he explains that this is what happened by the Pilegish Begiva. It would have been the sins of individuals. Once the whole Shevet Binyamin was protecting them, now it's a Chata Sakal. Now the whole Shevet Binyamin deserved to be wiped out. This is fa- fascinating Hashkafic ramifications and even political ramifications today. In today's society, it's very much this is what people are doing, so we better legislate it and at least try to minimize it. For example, that people are doing heroin, so we better create safe spaces to do heroin. But the but the, you see it that goes against the mindset of the Torah that now this is now New York sanctions heroin or New York sanctions abandoning your child in the best possible way becomes a chata sakal and with redefining marriage or things like that that these now go into the realm of chata sakal it's a much bigger avera than if it would be not in the legal book and there's a Tzitzeliezer had a similar mice as somebody asked them about. They were running a business and they used to have Jews work on Shabbos and they realized it's wrong. So we're going to do something. We're going to have the Goyim work on Shabbos and we'll have the Jews be in the business soup, be in the factory supervising. And they wanted to go to a, to a Rav and get a hat, get a, get a Ashkacha for uh, doing it on this uh, less of an Osir way. And the Psak they received was for the Rabbanon to put a Heksher on this when it's being done be Isser is not going to happen. It's up to you to decide if you want to do Averos or if you want to do things halachically. This is a Maeser of Yisrael Salanter once told somebody who was writing on Shabbos, at least write with your left hand, it would go from an Issa Dorais and Issa Dorabonin, but that's different than Rabbonim giving a broad psak. thought of other examples in general that certain things that are bidieveds that people do, whether it's me myself personally, I have a smartphone with a filter and... People obviously have internet in their homes, but that's, and they have filters, and at the same time, there's no hechsher on filters, and there shouldn't be, there'd be a hechsher on a kosher phone that has mamish, no internet, things like that. But to have a hechsher on a smartphone filter, that already would be maybe sanctioning having the internet. Maybe that's something that's a step we can't take. I'm not sure if that's an application of it. That's what occurred to me. I think it's just a fascinating area where we, this, this uh, Akeda is brought down by the way to Postkin, that this is just an example of where people can think one way or another way. Society seems to be, the beautiful morals of our current society seems to be going in the other direction. But this is a clear psak that this is the proper Torah approach on such a topic. Hope it's good food for thought. Have a great Shabbos.